the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The title of today's lesson is 24-7 Prayer. The eyes of the Lord move to and fro, watching the earth. He's looking for you. God is raising up a mighty spiritual military force of prayer warriors. He isn't going to stop knocking until they answer. He is going to keep putting messages like this in front of the church because he's knocking, waiting for answers. He wants and needs those who will accept his command to pray. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. That's what Second Chronicles says. He's saying he's going to give strength to those who are faithful to him. He's going to show you how strong he really is. The one who is truly devoted, he is going to do awesome deeds for them and through them. Once you learn strategic warfare praying, you will then win the victory in life circumstances. And God's going to show you the things to come. Our prayers that we learned in the past, it is no match for the day that we live in right now. He's taken the church to a whole nother dimension of prayer. You're going to pull down strongholds, demolish the plans of the enemy, and change the direction that some lives were going in to the power of prayer. God is going to use you to do this. He wants the church to step into the next level of prayer. He wants us to step into that dimension of spiritual Power warriors. He is making prayer warriors that will pray past the enemy's fortress of darkness and put confusion in the enemy's camp, taking hold of the goods stolen by the enemy and restore, restore what has been taken. God will. He will prevail in the end times. God is a force that nothing can resist. This new military-style prayer warrior will pray prayers that have striking force 
you will cancel the strategies that the enemy has set up to defeat the children of God, to defeat your spouse, your business, your loved ones. You are going to defeat the plans of the enemy for the nation. God said to Jeremiah, I appoint you today over nations and kingdoms. You will tear down, build up, destroy, plant, and overthrow. Ms. Jeremiah 1.10. How in the world was Jeremiah one man going to accomplish this great task? The Bible says this. Then the Lord reached out his hand, touched my mouth, and said to me, Behold, I put my words into your mouth. Jeremiah 1.9. That's how Jeremiah was going to accomplish the great task that God had before him. God wants to put his word in your mouth. When he does this, the Holy Spirit will speak through you in prayer. The Holy Spirit will also make intercession for you. Then what you speak will be supernaturally enlightened by the power of the Holy Ghost. And no force can resist this supernatural power. God is calling us. Take your place of authority in the world. That's what he's saying to the church. God is calling us. He's saying right now, get the message to the church, Valerie. There's nothing else in this world that's more important than me. There is nothing more important than the church's relationship with the master right now. We must take our place to go to the next dimension of prayer. Ezekiel twenty two thirty says, I sought for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land. Our goal must be to receive the same type of anointing that Jeremiah received. Jeremiah had an encounter with God one on one where God touched his mouth. Jeremiah also heard the voice of God. We need to come to a place where we experience this intimate relationship with God, where he releases a supernatural power from within us when we pray to have this type of encounter with God. We must cry out to him. Jeremiah was consistently in prayer and crying out to God to accomplish the mighty things that God had for him. To be able to endure hardship, he had to have that relationship that gave him strength and power from deep within. If we will surrender ourselves completely into God's hands, His divine anointing will operate from within us. Your prayers will ascend to a new level. Your experiences with God in prayer will be like nothing you've ever experienced before. Astounding things will happen even while you're in your prayer place. You will have more answers in prayer than you've ever known. This is the golden key to life. This is the place in life where you come to. That you must surrender. We made a decision when we gave our life over to God that we belong to him. But during this special time of prayer, you're asking God for his presence and for his righteousness to operate from within you. Then you're asking God, God, Lord, Daddy, touch me. 
anoint me. Make your word as fire in my bones that I cannot help but talk about you. Change me, Daddy Lord. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Release a new anointing. Pray through me in the power of the Holy Ghost. I surrender myself to you. Use me, Father. Give me a new impartation of your glorious Holy Spirit that will transform me and empower me, using me to establish your work upon the earth in the last days. Father, I pray to become your spiritual warrior in the end times, defeating the enemy through prayer. The disciples asked the Lord, teach us to pray. That has to be the cry of God's people right now. Lord, teach me to pray. This isn't something we get in a group setting, what I'm talking about right now. This is something that happens when you are at home in your prayer place. This is where you commune with God. This is that one-on-one relationship. This is where the high priest is interceding for you. Remember, he's interceding both day and night. I'm talking about 24-7 prayer today. While you are in the midst of a challenge, God will use that situation to prepare you for the end-time destiny as a prayer warrior. I know you may be facing challenges right now, but remember, God will use our challenges to prepare us for what is to come. While you're in the midst of a difficult circumstance, I just want to give you just a few reminders. When the dilemma is overwhelming, when you are trying to accomplish something that seems impossible, don't look at the problem. Look at the answer. David said, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? And then he answers the question, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. God released a prayer mandate over the church a long time ago. This mandate gave the disciples power and strength from deep within. If we follow this mandate, life's challenges with turbulent waters will not overcome us. He gave them a mandate to pray. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. I'm talking about 24-7 prayer today. I've cried enough tears and suffered enough to know that God prevails for his children. What are you going through right now? Well, God sent me to tell you that he is going to prevail for you. He never leaves and he never forsakes. In deep water and great trouble. He's called you by name. He said that he has such a powerful love for us. That's what the Bible tells us. I know that there may be things that you are facing and you're saying, well, Valerie, I don't even feel his presence. But the Bible says depth, nor height, nor principality. Nothing separates us from the love of God. And so maybe you're saying, well, Valerie, then why don't I feel his presence if he's always there? Because you don't feel your wallet in your back pocket, does that mean it isn't there? Because you don't feel your keys in your purse, does that mean that they aren't there? When you are inside of your home or inside of a building, 
and it's sunny outside, but you can't see outside. Does that mean that the sun isn't there? That it no longer exists? No, no, of course not. Because you may not feel his presence, it does not mean that he isn't there. He never leaves nor forsakes. And he never lets his word fail. He's not a man. He cannot lie. Oh, I know you may be going through some things and facing some things with other people walking them through a situation. But I'm telling you that right now, God wants to take you further than you've ever gone before. He's calling prayer warriors. It's time the church took its rightful place of authority in the nation, a place of victory and power. On your knees is where your victory is. Laying out before God in your prayer place, that's where the victory is. Listen, you know, my son had a big, important business meeting, and I don't know why he does this, but he'll be on his way to the meeting before he calls for prayer. He could have called me the night before, but he'll call on the way to the meeting, and thank goodness I'll pick up the phone as God would always have it. So he called me and said, Mother, he said, I'm on my way to the meeting, and he said, um, This meeting is truly a challenge. I am going to have to go into this meeting and change the way these people see this situation. Could you pray? Well, I prayed with him over the phone and we took authority over the situation. We called on God to send his angels to enter through the windows and the doors to come in and change the hearts of the people that were listening to him to change the heart of the decision makers. We pray that God would turn the heart of the king. You know, the Bible says he turns the heart of the king whichever way he will as he turns the rivers of water. I'm kind of paraphrasing just a bit. But God can turn the heart of a decision maker whichever way that he will. Well, we prayed and we called down heaven as he drove to this meeting. And at the end of the prayer, he said, thank you, mother. Thank you so much. I'll call you when I come out. Well, he came out with the victory. He was so excited. See, because before he went in there, it was already done. And when he called me, he was so excited. It's like I could just see him standing on a mountaintop, waving his briefcase in the air. My God, my God, why don't we know how great prayer is, how powerful it is? Take a moment. Look back over your victories. It was God. It was God all along. He was there. He's always going to back his word. He will never let it fail. His word must perform. Listen, one time when I was younger, I would say I was about in my 30s. This is so amazing. And I mean, I had prayed up a storm. Well, well, things in my life just wasn't going right all of a sudden. I mean, everything that could go south seemed like it was going south. I had problems with the employees in my office, a key employee. I had opposition with decision makers, you know, customers of my company. I had car trouble. The refrigerator went out and my husband's health was failing all at the same time in a matter of weeks. I began to call on God. I asked him to send forth his archangels to fight this battle for me. I stayed constantly in prayer. One morning after prayer, I'm laying in the bed. And all of a sudden, an angel entered the room. He knelt down on one knee, and his head was bowed down. He had a sword on his waist, you know, at his side. 
He appeared with a body. I mean, this physique looks so strong and powerful. I'm telling you, this angel looked like he could take out any demon in an instant. Demon or man. (laughs) He looked just powerful. I knew right then he was a warrior. He never spoke a word. He stayed bowed down, his head bowed down, and on one knee. And then he was gone. I knew right then, it's the chief of the heavenly hosts of the warring angels. I knew that it was Michael, and he had come in answer to my prayers. Do you know, I mean, like, shortly, like just a couple of days, everything began to cease. All the turmoil just stopped. The refrigerator was replaced by a free warranty of the company. I had already called him before. Um, You know, I saw this angel. But... Peace came back into my life. The car got fixed, and that was remedied. It was so inexpensive. The situation in the office, peace came back into my workplace. My husband's health turned for the better, and his health began to come back up. God has sent his angel to war for me. This was an answer to my call and prayer. I'm talking about 24-7 prayer today. Our prayer life is the foundation to do great things for God. We must commune with him to truly know him and hear his voice. The Bible gives us some hints. He says, morning, noon, and evening shalt thou pray. You know, sometimes people say to me, well, you know, Valerie, because of my work schedule, I can't pray. And this is my response to that. The boss controls the hours that you work. Surely enough, he does. Or she does. However, the boss does not control what time you get up and what time you go to bed. All right now. So morning, noon and evening shalt thou pray. Can you rise a little earlier when you come in from work? Can you set some time for prayer in the evening? God has a mandate on the church to pray. Is it possible that at your lunch hour, you know, some of us work jobs where I used to take eating lunch, I would eat as I worked at my desk, and then I would take my hour for prayer. That way I got in my hour at work. And I'll tell you what, things went well at work. Instead of having just a haphazard day, how about in the morning? Now, I'm giving you a number of ways to pray to get in prayer throughout your day. In the morning when I rise, I go to the center of the house and I I order the day. I order the day. I go before the Lord and I get down on my knees and I say, Father, according to Job 22 and 28, it says thou shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways. That's a powerful word from the Lord today. And so I get in the middle of the floor and I call up each of my children's names and I order the day. There'll be no traffic tickets. No acts of violence will come against us this day. I decree and declare that every bill is paid and every debt is canceled. I call upon the Lord about their health. I call forth the host of heaven, the angels to surround them. According to each of my children's situation, I call forth the host of heaven to defend them, to bless them, to protect them, to be aside with them. I'm telling you that when my kids step in the car, an angel of the Lord gets in on the passenger side. 
I get up and I order the morning. I order the day. I don't want just anything and everything to happen. I command that the wrong people will not enter their path. And the right people with good intentions will enter their path. I order the day. Because God said to Job, he said, have you ordered the morning? Well, I think he was hinting to Job. He was bragging about himself because God orders the day. But I think Job was supposed to catch a hint about his authority that he could too order the day. And because he says we can decree and declare, why don't we do that for our children, our family, our president, and the nation? After evening prayer, just before bed, I step into the miraculous. And then again, I go to the center of the house and I call on God. And I call forth the angels and the power of the Holy Ghost to come through the windows and the doors. I ask the glory of the Lord to fill every room in that house. I ask the Lord that an angel be at each corner of that property. And we are protected by day and by night. The Bible says that Noah walked and he talked with God. Enoch, another man that walked and talked with God. And the Bible says that he was not. He was no more. He just walked into heaven. Those are just a couple of them in the Bible. But it is an example of how to take the victory in life over any situation. You were created for mountaintop victory. But we must pray without ceasing. How did Noah walk and talk with God? My goodness, you've got a high priest that intercedes both day and night. And if you're walking about and you're saying the 21st Psalms, you're saying the Lord's Prayer, and you're walking about in the spirit of prayer all day long, and you begin to commune with God even outside of your prayer place, he's going to start speaking to you. You're going to feel his presence fall upon you. The anointing for deliverance, for healing, for wisdom, for understanding, for counsel, for might, the fear of the Lord. Those are the things that you begin to experience when you begin to step into 24-7 prayer. God's calling the church back. He's calling us back to walk as the disciples walked, to walk about doing good, to be a 24-7 witness. You know, one day my son was in college, and I remember it was so amazing to me. He said, Mother, do you sin? I said, what did you say, son? He said, Mother, do you sin? I said, what do you mean by that? He said, I never see you say anything wrong or treat anybody wrong or do anything wrong. So I'm just wondering, do you sin? I said, son, I can't think of a sin right offhand, but because I am not where I would like to be perfect, son, I'm sure there are things that I do that displease God. I'm, I just believe that. But you know what was so awesome to me? It's awesome that someone who sees you for years and, and just almost 24-7, almost, would think that highly of you. You know, it, it just awed me. But I had to let him know, sure, I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. But God wants us, the church, to be that type of example in the world today. People want to see God in the flesh. And when they see God in the flesh, then they'll join the church. 
when they see people delivered, when they see laying hands on of healing, when they can speak to you and you can tell them of the things to come in their life, that's when they're impressed. That's why Jesus walked about doing miracles. The Bible says he went about doing good. I don't believe they're talking. The Bible's talking about just the laying on of hands. He spoke good words. He brought peace in his presence, in his spirit. He went about doing good. It's amazing that when we give our life to God and we surrender, consider that today. Surrendering your life to God. Accepting the mandate to pray without ceasing. Determining in your life, I'm going to walk about doing good. I'm going to witness to somebody each day. I'm going to talk about the Lord everywhere I go. 24-7, I'm going to walk and talk with God. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.